want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
We started off episode 202 with Crown Conscious from Buffalo with the song Intense Blank Stare off of the recently released Red Light Syndrome EP. I think it came out January 6th. And that was a follow-up to 2021's Unnatural EP. That is a Buffalo band that I was not aware of. Me neither. Also, another band I was not aware of before recent times was the second song, which was Street Feet from Binghamton, New York, with the song Dismantled Obelisk. And that is coming off of the Diminished Capacity release that was put out by Rat Mix Records and Riotous Outburst Records in 2019. How'd you find those bands? Um, Bandcamp. Oh, cool. Yeah. Some, um, yeah. I don't, I don't think I, when I search locations on Bandcamp, I generally don't look at Binghamton. How come? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to add it to the list of. I usually look at like Buffalo, Syracuse, Rochester, Utica. Yeah. Um, so towns you're Ithaca. familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is kind of interesting. I don't know how to feel about it. Okay. Um. But there is now a dating app for metalheads. Hmm. What's it called? But oh. it's thanks to Steel Panther. Really? Yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, it called? Uh, have you ever thought that there should be a dating app specifically tailored to metalheads and rock fans? Well, if you have been itching for such an app, you are in luck. With a new album on the way later this month, Steel Panther has released both a brand new music video and dating app for rock and metal fans. Alongside the music video for their song, Friends with Benefits, there comes the Rock and Talk app. (laughs) (laughs) Find new friends and more based on your musical interests. Follow bands and swipe to match with other fans of those bands. Chat with them and see where it goes. Maybe even to a concert. For that very same band. The Rock and Talk Steel Panther dating app is available to download as of today and can be found on both the iTunes store and the Google Play store. <laughs> that that was uh where the pit. Um do you think Casey Anthony's using it? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was their demographics. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it could be a cool concept, but Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. I I think it. I I think it's with every app. Yeah. You know. I feel like it's been tried before. And what happened? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But I remember seeing like, I feel like it was recent. 
Um, <clears throat> I mean, there should be. There's there, all kinds yeah, of yeah. dating apps tailored to like specific interests, yeah. and yeah, so it makes sense. They yes, some of these apps get really specific, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like weirdly specific. Yes. There's probably like five people using it. Yes, <laughs> but hey, if there's one relationship out of it, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's that's a good business model for. If you had to stand up a new dating app, what what would you tailor it towards? Oh, uh, I don't know. That, that's a hard one. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't tailor it towards I don't know. I guess I wouldn't I wouldn't go for like a music kind of thing. No? Uh-uh. Music connects people. Yeah, that's true. A lot of things do, I guess. Um, I guess you'd probably be best at setting something up that you would want yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, so what would that be? That was my question. What would that be? Well, I already have that. It's a trap. It's a trap, and I'm not falling for it. <laughs> it's a bear trap. <laughs> and, and I'm not going in there. All right. Welcome to the den. <laughs> All right, let's play some songs. All right. First up, Diseased Earth with the song New Jack Cocaine Binge off of their Welcome the Plague Years release. Then after that, Illuminated Void with the song Virgo Lucifera. That is coming off of the Veriditas album. Veriditas? It's probably Veriditas. And then after that, we're going to hear from Ram Chat with the song Morelli. And that is coming off of the Crevel album. Yeah. 
question for you mm-hmm. this will apply to a lot of people that have iphones this applies to uh ios 14 and later so if you look on your phone on the on the 
display of your phone on the top right where you see like the cell signal, the Wi-Fi signal, and the battery. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen a little dot above the cell signal? Yes. You have? Yes. Do you know what they mean? Nope. You don't? Nope. Okay, you might like to know this. Um, and this was part of iOS 14 in order to prevent malicious apps from spying on users. So if you see, and I mean, obviously if you are using an app that uses this and then you allow it to use this, uh, obviously it's, it's consensual, right? But if you just see, uh, for example, an orange dot there that for no reason that you aren't aware of, uh-huh. it, it means that um, your microphone is being accessed. What? Yeah. But if you're using an app... Well, it's always being accessed, let's be real. <laughs> I know, I, I know. It's, yeah. I mean, that used to be the joke, that it was always listening. But it, it is. It so is. <laughs> you see ads, like, so tailored to, like, a conversation you just Yes. All the time. Um... If it's a green dot, um, it means that your camera is being accessed. But if you're using like something like it's a, here, for example, it says Instagram to record a video. It says that you'll see the green dot. So that's oh, that's probably how I've seen it then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But if you're just no nothing's open really, and you see that orange or green, so what can you do? Um, Do you know if you're like not using anything and you go to check the time and you see like a orange dot? What do you like close your apps or something? It says that if you suspect an app is snooping on you when it shouldn't be, you can check the app's permissions and settings. You know how you have to allow allow this app or whatever. Yeah, to access your yeah photos or camera. I don't do that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to for a yeah. certain app to work, but I don't know. I didn't. I've seen that before too, and I didn't. I didn't know what it was. The dot. I wonder what it is accessing our. It's weird. I don't like it. No. Mm-mm. Do you like the dot? Well, yeah. Are you gonna always look for the dot? Yeah, now, now I am. <laughs> Well, there's that. The Android users won't care about this, but. Did you know on this day in 2003, Mr. Rogers died? Mm -mm. Did you know on this day in 2015, Mr. Spock died? I did not. Well, now you do. Mr. Mr., huh? Mr. Mr. Weird. They both had the first name of Mr. (laughs) (laughs) You better watch out, misters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know who's not dead yet? (laughs) Who?
week grandma selected Wehrmacht not from Rochester that was the song Napalm Shower and that was being played off of the Glorious Times volume 1 CD from CDN Records I've heard that Wehrmacht has played at Pineapple Jacks which is very strange to me um if I would have known, I would have gone. But, <laughs> didn't know. That's an odd place. Uh, yeah, it sure is. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, did you see this article um, about scientists discovering the impossible and it could change everything we know about the dawn of the universe? Um, I've, I don't think so. I've been seeing some odd articles about <clears throat> stuff like that. Um, 
But I don't think that specifically. Yeah, they don't really go far into detail, but this says, <clears throat> scientists finally got a glimpse of what the universe looked like more than 13 billion years ago, and what they found could change everything we know about the dawn of the universe. When the first images from the James Webb Space Telescope were released last July, astronomers got their earliest look at cosmic history yet, seeing captured images of what the universe looks like billions of light years away. They expected to maybe see some tiny young baby galaxies. What they found, however, was something far greater, six massive galaxies dating back about 13.1 billion years that appear to be just as old as the Milky Way is now. These objects are way more massive than anyone expected. We've discovered galaxies as mature as our own and what was previously understood to be the dawn of the universe. I think they're looking for answers they're never going to find. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The times seem very weird for a lot of reasons. Uh, so weird. And, you know, for a minute, I was wondering if I was, like, going through something. You know, like, aging. <laughs> I just had a birthday. Mm -hmm. Like maybe like questioning my existence without realizing I was questioning yeah. my existence. Mm. But no, I feel like weird shit is happening. Yeah, it, it is. All these weather balloons and weird spacecrafts. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, well, like every week there's something. Yeah. Really weird happening. You know, all this weather balloon and UFO stuff that's mm -hmm. been like the top of the news lately. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of, do you remember the balloon boy hoax thing? Oh yeah, I do. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I couldn't remember what year it was from exactly. It, it says it was, um, I think 2009. Um, uh, I'll just read the snippet article that summarizes what it was. Um, the Heen's, Richard and Mayumi Heen claim that their six-year-old son, Falcon, had floated away in a homemade helium balloon shaped like a flying saucer. Um, and I remember <laughs> it being all over the news. And do you remember he was hiding? Like, so they, I guess they like chased the balloon because they thought he was in it. In it, yeah. And he was hiding in the garage. Yeah. And then I didn't realize this, but I guess the kid, um, I don't know if it was, it was something on, it was maybe Larry King or something. Like the, he asked the kid like why he was hiding in the garage and basically he blew his parents in. Yeah. I said his parents told him to go hide in there yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yep. Um, so they they pled guilty to one count of attempting to influence a public servant. Oh, that's interesting. And uh, all right, this is uh, this is bad radio. So the the husband pled guilty to that and was sentenced to ninety days in jail and four years probation. The wife 
pled not guilty. No, wait, she pled guilty to one count of false reporting to authorities and was sentenced to 20 days of weekends in jail and four <laughs> years probation. Huh. But that they was, won't be doing any balloon scandals anytime soon. Uh, yeah. That was a weird story. Yeah, that was a weird story. And kind of a senseless one. I don't know what they were trying to get out of it. I know. Besides attention. I thought of like an SNL skit where they could work <laughs> this in together. Yeah. Where they're shooting down the balloon and really Falcon's in there. <sighs> Saturday Night Live sucks these oh, days. Oh, it's horrible. That's why I'm giving this this idea to him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Free of charge. Uh, let's play some music, let's, shall we? Yeah. First up is Fug It with the song Starburst off of their Morphogenetic Fractile Hologram album. Then after that, we're going to hear from Tyrant from Lansing, Michigan with the song Pray for the Night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming off of the lowest level, which was released in 2022 on Ex Mortis Records. And then we're going to hear Oblivion Throne with the song Void Gazer.
All right. We're going over to BuzzFeed. <laughs> I got an article here that I'd like to discuss with you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Millennials and Gen Zers are getting very honest about things they wish their parents and grandparents understood in 2023. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Uh-huh. All right. I'm not going to go over all of them, but here's the first one. I wish my parents would understand that I don't need a, ma- a man to be happy. I'm not too picky. I can support myself just fine, and I'm not going to settle for someone with bad habits just to get a ring. Hmm. So this is one of the very few on the list that I actually agree with. Yeah. I think that there has been several shifts over generations. Mm-hmm. We see it with the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, before, I think it was considered kind of a favor for somebody to give you a job. Yeah. And now it's kind of considered like a two-way street. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I get something out of you and you get something out of me. Right. So both of us have to be happy in this contract, mm-hmm. which is new. Yeah. Um, and marriage. Yeah. I think back in the fifties, women depended on men. Mm-hmm. So they felt the pressure of getting married and popping out some kids. Right. And we don't see that these days. And I think that's why marriage numbers are declining. Yeah. Because people aren't settling, mm-hmm. nor should they. Mm-hmm. So I kind of agree with that one. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I agree. Okay. Number two, the whole social media thing. My mom refuses to get anything like Facebook or Instagram, so she can't understand why social media gives me FOMO, why I fought with friends over it, <laughs> how it's ruined some of my relationships, mm-hmm. and how all of that makes me as depressed as it does. <sighs> yeah. You've literally just fought your mom's battle for her. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why she doesn't have social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, well, I don't have it personally. We only have it for the show. That's true. But I don't know. I used to like, years ago, I used to go on some... Like, um, well, you had like MySpace, right? I had MySpace just for band purposes, yeah. Not that was <clears throat> it, and um, but I used to go on message boards like a long time ago, yeah, like music message boards and talk about you know nonsense, yeah. But how do you feel about the older, older generation kind of avoiding Facebook? Like, I think the only reason why your mom got it is because she had FOMO. Because mm. everyone at, like, yeah. Christmas or whatever would be talking about funny things they saw on Facebook yeah. or, oh, did you see this or that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I, th- I don't think she really enjoys it. Yeah. I don't know. I Part of me thinks uh, that it's useful for certain things. But um, if we never knew it, I don't know that we'd miss it. I completely agree with that. But also, we've <laughs> talked before about us meeting on Match.com. That's not really social media, though. I guess, yeah. Like, it's like a newer version of a dating service. Like, yeah. they had those phone lines that you could call and chat with people. It's social. I guess. I don't know. I know. It's not. It's different. It is different. Um, It is different. 
Um, okay. I wish they would understand how pissed I am for being lied to. All throughout my childhood, I was told by many adults that hard work would make me successful and get me far in life. (laughs) I could have anything I wanted if I just worked my butt off. The reality has been quite different. Even with a great paying job, plus side work, I struggle to make rent every month. My dreams of homeownership and world travel fade away a little more with each passing year. Um, I think every generation was lied to. <laughs> and um, I was never told that. Were you? I was never told, if you work hard, you can get anywhere you want to be and do anything you want to do. No. No. I was never told that. Mm. It was more like, I don't know. I almost, My mother was very pragmatic. Yeah. Um. I don't know. How do you think if you had the illusion of you can be anything you want to be, would it have motivated you more at an earlier earlier age? No, I think it would have done quite the opposite. Yeah. Actually. Like, I came from absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why my mother was always very pragmatic Mm -hmm. about what was obtainable Mm -hmm. and what I should be aiming for. Mm -hmm. The housewife? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, that was my goal, not hers. (laughs) Um, All right, this next one's weird. I'm not sure I can get down with it. Okay. While my mom definitely raised me to be sex positive, I realized that her sex positivity, while progressive, is a little out of date. Masturbation wasn't a taboo subject in our household, but for some reason she thinks sex toys are cheating, indicative of something wrong with you and your partner's relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, it's hard for me to digest that entire little paragraph because... um, I never really talked to my mom about that stuff. Yeah. Well, if you're, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I never talked to my mom about that. Like, or would I? Masturbation and, wasn't talked about at right. the dinner table. No. Well, we didn't really even have a dinner table, but. <laughs> 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 but if we did, it still wouldn't be talked All about. Right. Um, Not during dinner. And I don't think toys are cheating. Right. I think um I think some partners get jealous of toys. Like uh Well they better step it up then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe this person's mother was uh jealous of a, a sex toy. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe she was like It's kinda weird. Yeah. Maybe she broke some glass and stuffed it in that flashlight. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Give him a little something. Give him something an, to cry about. Here's an interesting <laughs> one. I might not ever have a long-term career as they've had. My father has been with the same company for longer than I've been alive, but in the current work environment, nobody pays me well enough, enough or treats me well enough to get that kind of commitment from me. Mm-hmm. So we kind of talked about this in the beginning when we kicked off like this little segment, Mm -hmm. I think there's been like a very drastic shift in the workforce. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think COVID has further amplified that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of agree with that. I mean, I will say I've been with the company I work for for 23 years. Yeah. Um, You've changed. I mean, the the company's been bought. And sold and, but yeah, acquired and integrated. Company. Yeah. For different jobs. Different jobs, yeah. Um, but that's pretty much unheard of. You know? I know. And I feel very fortunate that I have found myself in the position I find yeah. myself. I know you've gone through some times of thinking, uh, what, am I missing out on something in the world, staying here, even though I enjoy it? Yeah. But I think you've seen um, you what I've gone through. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't regret anything I've done for work. Leaving, yeah. Leaving jobs. But um, I have at times left a job for something that turned out to be much, much worse. Yeah. But it had to happen. Unfortunately, now I'm at a spot, at least for now, that I am pretty happy with. Knock on wood. Yep. I like it. All right, this is the last one, and, okay. then, and then we'll go into to our last segment of songs. But I really feel this. I wrote a blog about this. Um, I'm in my 30s, and I wish not having kids would become more normalized. Frankly, being able to comfortably afford your own life has become a struggle. Why bring kids into that e equation? Not worth the added stress and added pressure of raising good kids and giving them the best life. My goal is to give myself the best life. Mm -hmm. Selfish. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean... People have to figure out what, what works for them. Absolutely. They don't want to have kids and don't have kids. Yep. Um, but there is a very big... I think it's kind of getting... We're seeing a shift with that too a little bit. Mm -hmm. But there... I, I felt a lot of pressure from a lot of people outside yeah. of... Like I get my mom why my mom would want me to have kids. Yeah. But outside of that, mind your fucking business. Right. You going to help me raise it? <laughs> right. Right. Yep. And I think I talked about that in the blog. It's mm -hmm. kind of like homeownership. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is, was just baffled that we waited so long to buy a house. Mm -hmm. But every other word out of their mouth was complaining about their house. Yeah. They just wanted us to be suffering alongside with them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, um, I've grown to like the house, but there's a lot um, about renting that is pretty awesome too. Yeah. I, I see both sides of that for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't, uh, it's always like, you know, impressed upon you that owning a home is an investment. And I, I kind of don't feel like that's true. I don't either. <laughs> I don't it's know. an asset. Yeah. For, you know, when you need to sell it and give your yeah. health insurance all of your money. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. So you can comfortably die. Right. If you buy if you buy properties and rent them out, I feel like that can be profitable. Oh, I'm you. sure that's very lucrative, but But I feel like what we're doing is not like 
you know. Like woohoo. We're not sitting Paycheck. sitting on this retirement gold mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, should we head out? Yes. Okay, first up, some black metal from Canada, Greybird, with the song 1,000 Years of Night off of their Dark Age release, Out Now. Then after that, Astroferris with the song Teleport Haze. And this is coming off of their upcoming release, Pulsations from the Black Orb, out March 10th on Misako Uno <laughs> Osho. I always say that wrong. <laughs> Misako Uno Show. Is uh-huh. that right? Oh. Uh-huh. In conspiracy with Pulverized Records. And then finally, we're going to hear from Thaumaturgy with the song Blood of Ageless Serpent off of the Tenebrous Oblations album. And that CD is out now on Adirondack Black Mass. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And... Soup is not food.
Hey, 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 hello Grim Dystopian, hello everyone, greetings from the far Siberian deeps, here is Peter of Isgerur Mort.